talking today about the Kansas City Queefs. I think they're going back to another Super Bowl. <laughs> So we're talking about them. I feel like they're a topic of conversation. Because they're kind of like a super force of pop music and or the music of Babylon and the pagan pigskin pastime of sun worship. Seems like everything's a pagan ritual. It is, and Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey's bitch. <laughs> or is she really, or is it a PR stunt, you know? She professes to be a witch now. Uh-huh. So, she's all about the paganism then, and promoting, you know, this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh... You know, it's really like, uh, like we we're talking about uh, a little bit ago, talking about UNICEF and how they are in control of all the civilizations and stuff of the past and everything, and they hold the records of all that kind of stuff, I think, and they talk about how uh, all sports are a form of sun worship. And so... No surprise that the beast in the last days would make such a exaltation of a sport like football in the Super Bowl because ultimately it goes back to ancient sun worship games that civilizations in the past used to, you know, play <laughs> in similar kind of manner as what we see. Yeah. There's nothing new under the sun, like King Solomon said. Yeah. You know, the wisest man that ever lived, according to the Old Testament of the Bible. Yeah. Um, which I think is a good, is a, a truth because everything continues to keep. It's it's like cycles. Everything is just cycles. You know, of the same thing. History repeating itself in a sense, almost like yeah. archetypes of the same idea keep manifesting. Yeah. As Indeed. we, as we progress so I don't think we're ever going to see anything different no it's just going to be different versions of it different versions of the same thing yeah you know but you know I just think that this is uh, Taylor Swift is a music of Babylon <laughs> like I really believe it like she's the end of the beast the beast is Babylon is connected to Babylon and uh, it's this idea of, you know, uh, the Tower of Babel, where all the nations are one. Taylor Swift one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, and she's, yeah, I mean, it really is, it's... It's a part of the mark of the beast, I think, because of all the people that are, like, kind of forced to partake in the Super Bowl, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? This well, yeah, pagan if, exaltation ritual, like you're saying. Yeah, if you're involved with it, 
Well, I'm just saying the majority of people are involved with it, and that's what I'm saying. It's almost kind of, it's the mark of the beast. It's like we're being forced to buy and sell this idea. They sell it, and they force us to buy it, is what they're doing. Like, we buy it, you know, it's forcing all people, once again, all over the world to kind of, like, join in in this thing here. Think of all the different countries and stuff all over the world that are going to be watching the Super Bowl, too, just like America is. Yeah. You know? Once again, that's the mark of the beast. It's forcing everybody. global. Yeah, phenomena. Yeah. Yeah, of sorts. Yeah, phenomena of sorts. Because of how, they, once again, the beast promotes this, I think, like to the masses, the sea, as Revelation calls it. The, the masses of people are called the sea in Revelation. So the sea are all being forced, everybody was small and great, to... Buy and sell is just like coronavirus, you know, and all that shit, you know. Wear your mask. Yeah, wear your mask. Social distancing, six feet, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Vaccination, boosters, all that kind of... It's the same kind of a forcing that is of the Super Bowl as well. It's all about control. All about control. Yeah, and it's just that's what they want. They want to force everybody to think and act accordingly against God and the commandments of God. That's why, once again, the 144,000 are they who keep the commandments of God. And they want you to do with a smile on your face. Yeah, because it's like, hey, we don't need that crap. We're above that. We're our own gods. Hermetic philosophy is what it's called. And I was just watching the... taking a little glimpse of uh, uh, this show called We Are the Millers, this movie. This is like right off the bat. They took the Lord's name in vain like multiple times and I was like... Tally one up for taking the Lord's name in vain, breaking that commandment. How many commandments are broken in We Are the Millers with Jennifer Aniston? Somebody check that out. Because I'm pretty sure like all of the Ten Commandments are going to be portrayed and broken in a portrayed form. You know? In a half hour show. No, this is a movie, so it's probably like oh. they need an hour and a half to get all of them broken. <laughs> uh-huh. But I'm just like, this is blasphemous, dude. Yeah. To me, like, this is blasphemy, dude. These people are, once again, forcing everybody to think and act accordingly. Like, taking God's name in vain is normal. Breaking the Sabbath is normal. <laughs> Having other gods and idols is that's as normal. Oh, adultery, definitely normal. Uh, murdering somebody here and there on a show. Oh, we need to get rid of that guy. M- murdering, justifying that as well. Right. <laughs> Oh, we're, we need to see the lo- do a little white light of this guy over here. Uh, no Tom, big deal, right? Tom Bay, right. Bearing false witness. All broken and we are the Millers, I'm pretty sure. I only needed to watch, like, less than five minutes to know, like, this is enforcing the mark of the beast. It really is. Just, like, they're forcing everybody to watch the Super Bowl or forcing everybody to take coronavirus stuff measures, vaccines, boosters, and then you got Mr. Pfizer, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swifty's uh, supposed boyfriend. I doubt that very much that it's true. But, you know, he's like Mr. Pfizer. He's got the, he's on a Pfizer commercial where he's taking the, the booster shot or whatever it is. He's taking it in his arm. You know, just like major power play you know it's like oh using this big popular person right now you know to like sell out and market this 
Mark of the Beast. Yeah. Yeah, they want you to think it's the right thing to do. They do. But see, really, like, overcoming the Mark of the Beast is, like, acknowledging this for what it is and saying, like, no, like, I'm not partaking in that. And that's how you overcome, dude. It's like... It's like, yeah, Super Bowl? Ah, that's paganism, dude. I don't need to give that my energy. You know what I mean? You don't. Yeah, you don't need to get sucked into that vortex. (laughs) Seriously, though, it's like, it really is. These are vortexes, dude. They're like... persuasive vortexes of public opinion and uh, propaganda and brainwash all like cluster fucked into one (laughs) you know to like get people once again to take the mark of the beast which is buying and selling these ideas well they sell them they're the only people that can sell anything in, in the beast system we are forced to buy it once again so when we buy it, they sell it, we buy it, we think and act accordingly to it, and like you said, we're under their control. It's all just for control purposes. Indeed. But we can overcome this by just not partaking. We acknowledge it through wisdom and knowledge, gnosis, and then we act. Because it's all about the action. Like, people can have, like, the devil and all his, you know, minions... They know the way things are. They know reality. They know Jesus Christ. They know the Father, you know, and the rebellion and everything. They're well aware of the truth of things, but they don't want to act accordingly to what's right. They think there'll be some sort of hindrance or whatever. Oh, yeah, there's no no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt about it, dude. When really all they're doing by like rebelling is just like making things more difficult for everybody and everything, you know? <laughs> so it's just, and that's really what the beast wants to do is it wants to force everybody into the antithesis of truth and what's right to create chaos. Yeah, yeah really, they just really want to do it because that's what the devil wants. He's down here to raise hell, dude. <laughs> He got kicked out of Earth, uh, kicked down to Earth from heaven, dude. By Michael and the, the archangels, you know, uh-huh. particularly Michael. You know, supposedly like there was a war in heaven, and he's like cast, cast down here with one third of his uh-huh. buddies. The stars fell, and they've been. And he said he's like all pissed off and butt hurt down here because he was he was like kicked out of like the heavenlies. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's like pissed off about it and he's like raising hell down here on like God's cool creation that he's got here, you know? Yeah. So that's why, you know, like wreaking havoc. He's wreaking havoc and raising hell and the uh, that's why God has to like he's like, Oh, I gotta do something about this little guy, you know? He's just he's out of control. He's out of control down there. Now I gotta judge. You know, I gotta like, I gotta like bring the pain. Uh-huh. Sad, really. I mean, that has to be that way. But it is, it is what it is, and we just need to acknowledge it. You know, and we need to see how he's like perverting and manipulating the course of events down here. It was like these, you know, Super Bowls and COVID, uh, you know. 
communist agendas. Because make no mistake about it, like Satan's the biggest communist there is, dude. Uh, <laughs> His religion is communism. If he has one at all, it's that. And once again, just like he persuaded those one third of angels to fall with him, you know, from heaven, dude. He wants other people down here to, you know, join him down here in his endeavors, you know. People are more than willing to because he grants power to those people. Temporal temporal pleasures and power down here to those people. I was just thinking yesterday about about the power they get from being a, a rock star. Oh, yeah. Someone that jams out for a living. Yeah. Well, and see, this is the thing about like being a rock star, being like a celebrity, you know, like actor or actress or, you know, whatever. You know, it's just like they get this power, you know, from from Satan to, I believe, to do this stuff. To, you know, I believe that someone like you or me could harness that power. Would be able to be dishonest enough to really capture the evil spirit, evil essence. I don't really know, dude. I mean, it's just it's hard to say, you know, how these people, you know, find themselves into these predicaments and these positions in society and culture. You know, that is the question. You know, but Satan, I just think that he just wants people to be exalted, like, down here, all over the place. Like, he wants, he wants people to be exalted because he wants people to have idols and other gods. He doesn't want any acknowledgement of any worship to go to, you know, Father God. Yeah. You know, what Jesus talks about, you yeah. know. So, it's just... The more celebrities and people down here that, like, sell out for him and, like, temporal pleasures and power, it's just, like, exactly what happened to Jesus. Jesus had an opportunity to have that same kind of power and, like, prestige because Satan tempted him. You know, he said... You have everything. All the kingdom of this this world, if you just bow down to me, you know? Well, man... That's just really what's happening here, I feel like. You know, and like that's why we have this entertainment kind of Hollywood and you know the music of Babylon and you know sports. It's interesting that we don't really find anything in the prophecies about sports though. Yeah. We see the music. It says that the music of Babylon will be heard no more in the book of Revelation when Babylon falls. Which I believe is this the world structure of things, you know, and I think like the coronavirus pandemic was kind of like a precursor to a potential world collapse of Babylon type deal, you know, something of that nature, that proportion. Well, America would probably be one of the first to be on that list or whatever. Yeah, I think America, yeah, America, if America ever, like, fell, I think, like, that would be, like, the catalyst to the rest of the world falling as well. You know, and that would be, like, essentially, if that were to be the case, then uh, that would be the fall of Babylon, probably. Because everything would, all commerce and everything would be 
disrupt it everywhere. You know, I think. And then other people would probably, like, there would be a domino effect from that, where, like, other people would probably, uh, <laughs> you know, like, maybe, like, attack other people, and it'd be a crazy time, I think. Be a lot of crazy stuff taking place, I think. <laughs> so... What is living forever? I think we're ready to live forever. Mankind is like pushing the boundaries of all kinds of crazy stuff. Seems like that would be on the docket. For somebody, it's like, hey, this guy's living forever. So... Is it, po- is it possible that people could be living forever here soon? I feel like we're gonna get to a point yeah. where we're not gonna need to eat as much. Yeah, it's very possible. Because I don't even like to eat that much. I just eat to keep all my systems functioning running smoothly yeah but I just think that all of what is happening right now is like defying like uh like we're at a time where I think that mortality or whatever is you know optional yeah kind of Uh yeah almost in a sense yeah Uh you know and it talks about like you know in the at the last days like people will be living forever somehow uh, says they'll be eating from the tree of, of uh, fruit or was it like it's a fruit tree or something that they'll be eating a certain kind of fruit uh, that bears its uh, uh, every month bears its fruit and they'll be eating from this tree of uh, that where it causes them to live forever or something what is this tree what is this fruit that's in the new Jerusalem that's causing people to live forever you know I don't really know, but, you know, I, is, is that the same fruit that we made? I don't know. That's a very good question. It very well could be of some kind, something like that. The tree of life with the fruit, you know, that Adam and Eve ate from. I don't really know. It very well could be, but, um... You know, I just think that we're living in a time where, where, you know, we're uh, getting so much groundbreaking uh, info and insight and knowledge on things, you know, that, you know, seems plausible potentially. I don't know. Take your 
fasting or whatever. Yeah, and it messes up your biological. Everything up. Yeah. If yeah. We don't eat. Yeah, and that's why it says that it's just buried. This is the question, you know. It says that this tree of life or whatever in the New Jerusalem that people are eating from are going to. You know, is this the only thing that they're going to be eating then? Is this like just this one thing that's going to sustain them, you know, for... Uh, Ever? Yeah, I mean... Uh-huh. For- whatever forever is. Whatever forever looks like. Uh-huh. I mean, because when we think about it, mankind has evolved in, uh, you know, kind of like evolved itself throughout the ages so to speak so is it gonna is it gonna be evolution in this system where we're just eating this thing or is this a metaphor or a parable for something else is the question and that's really what we're trying to address here I think more than anything specific kind of way of life and it won't be people living on their own kind of accord kind of like it is now so to speak that's why I think it seems more like a parable to me of what it's talking about than uh, a lifestyle that everybody's going to be it's almost like more of a genetic kind of metaphor or parable I feel like that everybody will eat this it seems like it Everybody will. Maybe it isn't like a necessary, like an actual thing that they're eating, but maybe spiritually they're. Maybe. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know, but. Brother attack. That's all I know. Uh-huh. We're under attack here. Trying to promote the truth, but bombs are ablazing all around us. On the set. Yeah, we're under attack. Missile strikes here on the set. A prompting evacuation orders. Uh-huh. Central evacuation, vaccination evacuation orders. <laughs> Did you say evacuation? <laughs> evacuation. We are promoting evacuation orders. Uh-huh. Evacuation. <laughs> evacuation. Like. We're like, you need to evacuate and get vaccinated at the same time. 
Just overcoming. It's overcoming the attack. The onslaught. The bombs. The missiles. Pew! Evacuate. That's what we need to call this one, dude. Evacuation. <laughs> and we do like the same thing that we did for repulsive, where it's like Rue and then slash Paul yeah. and then slash Siv. E. Evac slash or no E. Yeah. Slash and then vac you vac you or no it's vac slash you and then wation. <laughs> Evacuate, evacuation. Am I? Am I? It's got a ring to it. Yeah, kind of like Kansas City creeps. (laughs) (laughs) Kansas City creeps and uh, Taylor Kelsey and Travis Swift. (laughs) Kind of has a ring to it too. <laughs> Sorry, we just gotta come against the beast. This is really what we're doing. That's why we're under attack. We're having the bangs and the bombs and the clangs and the. I think the sad is. What? People are gonna see that we're coming against the beast. Yeah. And they're gonna. Be fucking idiots. Uh, be upset about it or something, huh? Butthurt about it. They're ridiculous. Well, yeah, it's because they said they wondered. These people who took the Mark of the Beast and they're following all this Super Bowl and evacuations <laughs> are, you know, really, you know, they're wondering after the Beast. They worship the image of the Beast. They worship the system. They follow it like hook, line, and sinker. You know, they're all about, like... You know, just being all about being all a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, just the Christmas, the Easter, all the holidays, the birthdays. You know, it's like, it's a whole system of thinking and acting accordingly. That it won't, Like you said, it's a control mechanism. It's a control grid. It's like, it's, it really is. Prison planet control grid, you know? That is what the beast system is, dude. You just can't see the bars. You're, you're trapped. But really, we are. It's unfortunate. But there's an op- you just can't see the bars. But we can overcome it by acknowledging what the truth is for what it is and saying no. Like, I don't want to support that with my money. I don't want to support that with my time. I don't want to support that with my energy. You know what I mean? And so that's what we do. You know, we overcome it, and then they're, they're going to do those bomb strikes, those bangs, and, you know, to us, and they're going to come against us with slanderings and ridicules and stuff, but we just, like, say, no, like, we are not compromising our standards, not compromising our truth, how we see it, this is how it is, not ashamed. We're not going to be compromised. No, we can't. And see, that's the thing. The beast wants to force everybody to compromise mode. You know, it's like you watch the Super Bowl when it's on, everybody. Yeah. Everybody, both small and great, think and act accordingly. Go out to the stores and buy all the stuff for the parties. You uh-huh. know, 
We're going to sell this all to you. We've got it all prepared. It's all scripted, Hollywood and everything, you know. We're, we're doing bigger things now. We're combining the sport itself with Hollywood and the music of Babylon. Why is it Taylor Swift presenting her music during the halftime show? Why is it Usher? Because he's black and we need more black people involved. You know what I mean? There can never be enough black people now involved in everything. That's not to be racist. That is just is what it is, I have to say. I'm all sorry to say. Maybe to some people, as sorry to say they don't want to see black people. That's their prerogative. The fact of the matter is, is they want as many black people as involved as possible. And you got tons of people that are going to be involved in the on the teams itself. I would think that would be enough, but no. I think so, but... I think so, the rhetoric changed when President Obama... Yeah, he definitely was, like, put up. He was definitely was perking and prompting and promoting the black people into a higher position. Yeah. When, yeah, because he's, like, the first black president. But he wasn't the first black president. He's the first half black, half white president. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If you want, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just not going to candy coat what it is. It's uh-huh. like, you know, and that's why I have people like Patrick Mahomes and stuff, you know what I mean, that are, uh, you know, half black and half white. <laughs> you know, they're uh-huh. being promoted. 